Hi, welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk. My name is Nestor. I'm here with my guy, Henry G. What's up, guys? What's going on? Uh, we're ready to talk to you guys about everything soccer today. Uh, what's up, man? Uh, what do we reflect on this week? Quite a bit. Uh, we're still kind of uh, watching uh, B- Premier League. Premier League has been still giving us some pretty good action, even though we know the the winner. Yeah. Uh, still teams fighting for Champions League spots and Manchester City still be Manchester City, showing us uh, what they've got. Uh, what's um, I don't know what what's what's your biggest takeaway from the week of football? Uh, well, I mean, there's been a lot, right? MLS is back uh, via the MLS is back tournament, which is a little a little strange, you know, around this time of the year. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention this to you before, but they had a Adidas sponsorship in the middle of the field. And that was getting a lot of backlash. Like, I'm talking about a big Adidas logo right at the center really? circle. I didn't, I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, I just yeah. saw the dude getting elbowed. But. Oh, yeah. Andres Reyes, who, by the way, I hope is is good because that was a scary moment when he took an elbow um, from Dom Dwyer. But, yeah, uh, you know, MLS is back. I agree with you. The Premier League is always, you know, there's always eyes on the Premier League because there's at least six, seven, eight teams that are popular. Um, and there's a lot at stake. European spots, um some managers are underperforming who have been great in the past but truthfully speaking i gotta say Mourinho Mourinho, the special one but uh i think la liga is where where it's the hottest right now i mean oh yeah hotter uh, than uh, north hollywood right now she's tell me about it uh degrees like today was actually a decent day but the past few days has been like above 100 (laughs) you know here and there but yeah man it's getting spicy uh i don't know man where do you want to start because there's a lot to unpack here I guess we should start with with Ramos from Madrid. Man, he keeps scoring, man. Um, He's a tank. He. So, I'm kind of in this um, mind state right now where Ramos and and Van Dijk are the two best defenders, probably easily. Yeah. For uh, sure. Am I missing anybody? Um, no, no. I think based on on form. John Stones. Ah no, <laughs> I'll take Laporte over John Stones easily. I think Laporte might be in the top five, but I mean, it's a distinct few. Uh, but Ramos and Van Dijk are by and uh, large, yeah, yeah, for sure. Koulibaly is another shout for Napoli, who's rumored to make a move elsewhere. Um, yeah, that's the only other guy boost. I can think. I hope, I hope so. We need it. I mean, although we got you know some good prospects, but you know it's. That's the thing with talents that play at a different league. You never know what they're going to bring when they come to the Prem, but, you know, we'll see what happens when that time comes. Yeah, so Ramos, um, Viking Ramos, as I've affectionately come to know him by. (laughs) Yes, sir. He's the leading scorer since the break started. Is that still accurate? Yeah, yeah. As of Um, now, I mean, nobody set the league really on fire besides his teammate Benzema, who, you know, hasn't really, in the past few matches, been a little quiet. He's he's been more creative than than, uh, finishing. Certainly, yeah. But Ramos is just... I'm granted their their penalties, but when you have your defender that's outscoring some legends of the game, mm-hmm. I think uh, the names that were thrown around, he's got more goals than Figo, Zidane, and Xavi, oh. the three main ones. By the way, Ronald, Ronaldinho as well. I read Ronaldinho. that today. Wow. That's pretty big, you know, for yeah. an attacking player of his caliber. Yeah, and uh, a defender with a with a mean streak. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how do you feel about him? Do you feel like? Do you feel like? Uh, Goals should should be uh, should be factored into uh, a defender. Um, 
Well, yeah, I think so. It's like uh, when you're a basketball player in the NBA, you, you can be a great scorer, but are you a great defender? There's two sides to the game, and he does he does both of them unbelievably well. You need a free kick, he can I'll hit that. I'll stop you there because uh, Harden won MVP. Oh, man, <laughs> sheesh. I, you know, that's like, that's like Ronaldo or Messi winning it, you know, just by and sure, large the, sure. the numbers of, of scoring. But, yeah, no, uh, it was funny. Actually, I saw, I think it was Goal.com. They had a question. They're like, um... Who's the most versatile player, maybe all time, or it was like right all like right now? For me, like the only player that comes to mind is Sergio Ramos. He can defend set pieces as well as anybody. He can score on set pieces, free kicks, penalties, even uh, you know, he can pick a pretty good pass here and there. I, I love the guy, and he's got a good long range. I mean, the, my only knock on him is that he can be a prick sometimes. You know, sometimes, uh, most <laughs> of the time, if anything. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure doesn't he also have a red card record in, in La Liga? I believe does he? I think we can pull that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, in the meantime, what you pull that up? Yeah, I mean, the, the guy. There's so many great things you could say about him, um, and he came from Sevilla at a very young point in his career and it seems that he's made Madrid his home and the fans embrace him every time and he's probably one of the best captains when you think of the best teams in the world you know yeah it's almost also like he's a player coach somewhat of a player coach in the back he the, when he's talking in on the cooling breaks which mm-hmm. I'm still kind of <laughs> annoyed by you know it's raining mm. and it's cold but they're still getting right that's more of the prem though but Ramos is, like you said, he's kind of the complete package. I'm sure if if uh, Zidane wanted to Pep Guardiola his way around Madrid, he would find Ramos at home in in the front somewhere. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, uh, he's he's good. Yeah, really good. And how old is he now? He's uh, 32, 33, something like that. Thirty four, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, he's up there, he's and, up there. And, which is. Which is what's been more amazing to me that he's only gotten better with and he's age. He's pretty durable as well. Yeah, I mean, at this point in his career, if you would ask me three, four years ago, I would have thought he would have gone back to Sevilla by now, maybe winding down the career. Now there's talk that he might get an extension, albeit maybe a one-year extension. Rightfully so. Yeah, he deserves it, man. I mean, when you think Madrid now, you know, there's been a lot of temporary players who are not there anymore: Ronaldo, Di Maria, um, Ozil. You know, the list goes on. He's been there through all that. I love Marcelo as well, by the way, who, who yeah. I, I won't fail to mention. That's my guy. But Sergio <laughs> Ramos is just so effective and mm-hmm. deserves all the credit at the moment, you know? Yeah, so, um, well, yeah, he does have the record for the most uh, send-offs, which is 20 Sheesh. for La Liga. It's just an all-around player, huh? Yeah, Jeez. all-around yep. dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> He's my dickwad, though. Yeah, there you go. Um, but Madrid, keep grinding out these results. Um, over the weekend, they... They beat uh, uh, Athletic, mm-hmm. and uh, that was another 1-0 law, uh, win. Hetafe, you know, I think we talked about that last time. Um, they're they're just kind of rolling along, trying to do their best to not lose. Um, and they're actually playing better than the teams. They're just getting a lot of uh, a lot of pushback from them. No one wants to be the guys that that were that caused them to win which is fair enough you know yeah and they're going to be hard teams they're going to be putting in uh tough tough fouls and and stuff like that so you know you anything anything that you want to add to that i mean actually i wanted to ask you because i mean you might have a more passionate answer than me but you know 
Madrid's getting these one one zero wins via penalty sometimes, or there's also been times where where there hasn't been a penalty called, and you know that it's always going to happen. I think maybe I might have mentioned this last week, but it's becoming a recurring theme. A lot of fans are are upset right now, and a lot of Barca fans. Uh, I think it was, I think he's uh, one of the higher ups. Uh, Bartomeu's his last name, uh, Joseph Bartomeu, I believe. He was saying president? that, yeah, he, yeah, the president. There you go. He's he was saying that it's it's clear that there's calls that are favoring certain clubs. He didn't name a club, but we all know who he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's that's just a cheap excuse at this point, or do you feel that people have a case right now? It's salty for sure. <laughs> Salado. Yeah, I mean, when things are good, you're mm-hmm. not gonna say what's going bad. Yeah. And when things are bad, you, of course, you're gonna point at not getting a fair shake. Barcelona's problems are beyond uh, beyond the refs, which you might have a point to an extent that the refs might might favor um, the bigger clubs, right? And maybe maybe that's that's something internal from from their organizations or whoever looks up over them, right? But you know it would make sense if if they weren't even playing well, which Madrid are, Madrid are playing their game, yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely salty from from the president of Barcelona, who Barcelona uh, as well has benefited from from calls. You know, they yeah. They, every big team does. Every team does. They're no stranger. At some point, yeah. You know, uh, you know they're 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 the salty. They're in second place. You know, so what else is there to say about that? Well, what? yeah. I mean, then there's not much to say. I was gonna say this is a perfect time to talk about how underwhelming they've been under Set the end. I mean. They made the the, the position uh, to to switch managers mid season or early in the season at least from Valverde to Setien with the idea that he was going to bring them to the promised land. One, I don't think they're going to go far in the Champions. They haven't been a powerhouse in La Liga. They've shown that they've been second best. So where do you think they go from here? I mean, new manager over the summer or sorry, well it still is the summer, but over the two week break that they might get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, our summer is. COVID, COVID made got rid of our summer. Basically, yeah. Um, what they do is focus on trying to get Messi back. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing because they're they're lacking without Messi. I mean, they're lacking. Period. Even with Messi, but yeah, they, they got to make sure that they hold on to to the Pulga Atomica. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else they can do other than to. Try and hold on to uh, to their manager and create some stability that they haven't really had all season. Though there was rumors all um, all throughout um, Valverde's uh, tenure. Yeah. Uh, well, this season, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure they were kind of more or less satisfied with what he accomplished with the team. But from from the rumors of him leaving to set the end, kind of coming in and not being able to exactly settle in. They do need to create some stability, and he needs to work out a system where the team is performing. Um, you got to remember that a lot of their key pieces are, are getting old. Yeah. And um, Madrid is kind of having the same thing, but they're actively working on, on Re- the yeah. replacements for them. Mm-hmm. Modric is a step slower. Uh, Benz, Benz, who's having probably his best season, is is looking a little slow at times. He gets tired, you can tell. Yeah. Ramos... You know Ramos is doing Ramos things, but he's eventually going to wear out. Yeah. Um, but they're but they've got their pieces. Barcelona, on the other hand, you don't have a replacement for Pique, and Pique is a liability in the back. That's mm. that's the, one of their main things. I think is the defense is is severely lacking. Right. Right. Um, 
uh, Alba, he's not the same player that he was before. He's not making the same kind of runs. Mm-hmm. And that might also be due to to uh, the players that they do kind of try to put Band-Aids on, like Griezmann. <laughs> right. I've actually been waiting to talk about this because over the weekend, uh, Barcelona won 4-1 uh, against... Um, who did they win? Who did they beat? Uh, it was the game before Espanyol. I'm forgetting now. Yeah. Damn it. We should know this. But they won 4-1. to one, Yeah. And they won um, pretty easily. Uh, everyone scored... Um, uh, Griezmann, that cheeky Suarez. chip. Oh man, that was, yeah, that was the nice. The chip goal. was nice. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take Villarreal. There you go. Uh, I'm not gonna take away from that. But it's all. It's all of a sudden. Oh, they're finally connecting, bro. Mm. You have three games. Yeah. If you're not connecting, <laughs> it's you, never gonna happen. You fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't see that in the game against uh, in the game against Espanol. Mm-hmm. Espanol came in hard. They came in to, to make things as difficult as possible for Barcelona. Yeah, as rivals should, you know. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, a moment of silence for Espanol being relegated after 27 years. Sheesh. Wow. That, that was a big run. I mean, a club who's produced some great players, too. Yeah. Okay, enough of that. So, yeah, Barcelona has problems, mm-hmm. um, and they weren't fixed against Villarreal. They're not finally clicking, even though Griezmann had a nice little back heel in the box that led to Suarez's goal. Yeah, but you know it's it. It was a nice game, but they've they've got a lot of work to do, and uh, they even named uh, Griezmann untransferable. <laughs> SMH, <laughs> SMH, bro. I'd say sell him while you can before he gets any older. I mean, or hurt. Yeah. Very true. And I just quickly wanted to touch, you mentioned, you bring up the defense and Pique being, uh, you know, somebody who they have to replace. Uh, rumors are that they want to buy back um, Eric Garcia, who's uh, one of City's starlets at the moment. Um, he's been playing uh, center defender for them, and he's been amazing. That the, guy, the guy's young. I forgot his age. For sure, under 21. Um, from Barcelona's academy. Great ball player and is working under arguably one of the best managers in the world, if not the best. Um, so I mean that's some something to look look at. Uh, hopefully he doesn't leave for the sake of my team. I mean Eric Garcia has already outperformed John Stones in a brief moment. That's saying a lot for a guy who's been John Stones who's been in the league for f- five six years now. Um, so yeah, just wanted to sneak in that transfer room yeah, in there. Yeah. I mean that's important because that that's definitely that anything that makes Barcelona better is makes the Liga. Uh, more exciting yeah for sure um and it's been technically usually a two-headed uh, a two a two dog race but it, and what's funny is that it, he'd be following almost the exact same route that Piquet did because Piquet goes to Manchester yeah, except yeah. for United and then comes back to Barcelona we'll see can he become a world beater I hope he can but hopefully in sky blue you know <laughs> we'll see <laughs> yeah um and uh speaking of Barcelona uh, Suarez becomes third all-time scorer for Barcelona, which to me is pretty significant. Given sure, that Barcelona is is a historic club, right? But what's crazy is that he's he's picked up that many goals in that short amount of time. But I was trying to think of has anyone become a club legend as quick as that? Usually, you you're there for ten years or you do something crazy like. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, yeah. That's a that's a good question, man. Nobody comes to mind. But we were talking about it earlier. Luis Suarez at Liverpool is unplayable. I mean, 
the, the the kinds of goals he was scoring, how consistently he was scoring at a big club against big clubs, he terrorized my team uh, year in, year out. So I think it just speaks to how great he is, the fact that he was able to do it in a brief moment. And honestly, nobody else comes to mind at the moment. Nah, man, because Benzema has a great goal tally, but he's been there over a decade, you know, so it's expected. Yeah. yeah. For Luis Suarez, um, you know, he hats joined, off. Yeah, he joined uh, in 2014 mm-hmm. after the World Cup, but he paid that, that three-month suspension after trying to get a quick bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's incredible how, how much he's affected the club. Um, also, I mean, he had the benefit of playing next to two of the best in the world even still uh, Messi and Neymar oh, well, but yeah he, El, El Pistolero is just he's, he's living up to his name he's 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 gonna yeah he's gonna go down as one of the best uh, of all time and, and they're not all tap-ins by the way I mean some of the back heels or you know the fancy flicks he hits it's like yeah this guy's worth the hype he was worth all the money they spent and Luis, uh, David Luis Lemos <laughs> <laughs> man that's that guy poor guy huh he's a uh, Going through a tough moment right now. Hope he gets better, you know. Uh, I also wanted to comment on Suarez because there was a moment in the game where uh, Ansu Fati uh, comes in reckless. Five minutes after he gets subbed in from the in the second half. Right. Uh, comes in reckless and just breaks uh, poor guy's, uh, almost breaks his leg. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if he had any weight on it, the guy's leg would have been chopped off. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a moment where the ref goes to VAR mm-hmm. just to confirm. Right. Uh, gives a kid a red card and Swat is saying something to the ref like laughing at him and in my mind I'm like Swat is just like I've bit dudes harder than that come on man don't give him no red <laughs> right right <laughs> you know uh, yeah. I just think it's kind of hilarious how you kind of try to downplay it with that little smirk but yeah I, um, I mean speaking of speaking of that foul there, there, there's been a couple of uh, we've touched on a couple now the one with uh, um, uh, Andre Reyes yeah, Andres Reyes, Andres uh, Reyes. a 20 year old center back for Colombia. He's only played for the U23 team so far. Uh, destined probably to make that that uh, Colombia national team whenever that starts again. Because, man, it feels like years since we've seen international kits on the beautiful green pitch. I mean, there was that. There was also the Jamie Vardy backheel to Mustafi's dome, which didn't result in a red card. Which probably should have, especially should knowing... Should have been reviewed. Right, yeah, should have been reviewed. And knowing uh, Jamie Vardy's reputation, it should have gone to VAR. Uh, not yeah. to play on the, the name, but yeah. Var. I mean, um, yeah, there, this this was a spicy week, man. I mean, a lot of pent-up aggression. Um, and then uh, Arsenal, Nketa, uh, right? Oh, uh, yeah, and, yeah, Nketa, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he got a, a red card, which was kind of soft compared to Vardy's, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it was still it was still a dangerous play, Um but sometimes intent doesn't matter when you're, you know, when you're running for the ball like that, not looking. Yeah. Um, Vardy's was definitely more gregarious. I mean, he swings his leg out. He leaves two. You would think the anacondas from the movie <laughs> bit uh, Mustafi in the face. And Mustafi took a couple hits that game. But, yeah, you know, poor guy. there's definitely two two scars that he's going to have for a couple of days, a couple of weeks probably. Yeah. Um, definitely. I, I hope it gets reviewed. I, I'm not a Vardy fan. <laughs> so, you know. And yeah. he scored the, the tying goal. So who knows what would have happened. Yeah. You know, they, they were both on um, – they would have been both on 10 men with uh, – with Arsenal on top, so that yeah. definitely affects the the league because 
you know, uh, a loss for Leicester would have opened the door for um, United to get a Champions League spot. Right. And it would have possibly gave more leeway to Salah, who's, I think he's just behind Vardy, right? In the goal scoring. Uh, Obama uh, Yang. Oh, Obama Yang, right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Tomorrow we'll see what Salah brings. Uh, we'll see. It's a man. tight race, though, for the top scorer, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, personally, I like Vardy on the field, like with, with what he brings. You know, off the field, he's had his own, you know, set of controversies and he can be a prick at times but you know i know he doesn't fight fair no no not at all I know he won't fight fair. He, he'll pull up with the brass knuckles for sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pull cues yeah man um but going back to liga um mm-hmm. we're we're done shitting on barcelona yeah i i think they're already sad as it is bro they, they're so used to winning the league it's kind of nice to finally see them not win it and you know i think it's been what three four seasons for since raul's got it uh, yeah yeah something like that so it's nice to see raul i mean i'm not saying the job's finished yet but it's they're damn near there you know yeah with the uh, the league ends next sunday um that would be the 19th right so uh, uh raul's got I don't want to say easy pickings, but they got easy pickings tomorrow against the Alaves, mm-hmm. who's uh, on a f- at, who's lost all their games and Madrid just keeps winning. So uh, hopefully it's not too m- another grinded out game. I, I I'd like to see the I'd like to see the offense click a little bit. Yeah, uh, uh, against Ath- Athletic, who's a tough team. Mm-hmm. They they actually brought something to the table. Um, uh, you know uh, Iñaki, who's kind of a he's kind of a terror up there he, he with his speed you just got to be careful yeah but i think the defense matched up well uh, militao who who earns a special shout for for actually stopping a pretty good run from iñaki yeah i don't like the offense when we can't create and i think hazard not being there doesn't help them yeah the, the one spark that i did see was uh was uh, Asensio in his perfect head of hair. <laughs> yeah. He, he he actually had delivered a few good balls that could have resulted in, in goals, but, you know, um, they they need uh, Ronaldo to jump up there and, you know, and spike him. them down. Yeah. But otherwise, they're still playing better, and I hope they just keep winning, man. It, it looks like it's there, man, almost. Uh, like I you hope said. they don't bottle it. No, no, not at all. Or else they're going to make the one of the episodes in the near future. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, everything's when everything's clicking for Real Madrid, they seem unbeatable. And I say this today, actually, it was confirmed that they will be playing in the Champions League at the Etihad because it was still up in the air if, if the Etihad was still safe to play at. They're going to have to play City in August. I hope I hope by then they cool off because they look pretty tough right now for sure. Yeah, and if they're riding off a wave of confidence from winning the league, they're dangerous. I mean, hopefully they drink enough champagne, enough beer, you know, <laughs> kind of slow them down a bit. Because we're not, we're not, we have nothing to celebrate. As City fans, trust me, our minds on the cup, our well, FA, FA Cup, cup yeah. FA Cup as well. Well, you know Hazard, uh, you know he likes to indulge. Yeah, in between. <laughs> dude, it's funny during COVID, uh, they were kind of clowning him because he's like, I can't stay out of the kitchen eating biscuits or or bread, you know, some something of of that nature, pastries, and you know he has a reputation for being slightly on the on he's the thick thick side. boy. Yeah, that's yeah, and he has a reputation for that, so it was kind of funny. But yeah, man, uh, when when Hazard's on at his best and when he's uh you know taking defenders on and. You know, giving waving his wand. Uh, I think that's when Real Madrid can be at their best. Uh, maybe he hasn't been as great as we saw him at Chelsea, but who knows? Maybe next season he can finally reach his full potential. His little injuries and and uh, playing himself back into shape doesn't help. But yeah, definitely, I think he's got the potential. We've all seen him do it, World Cup in Chelsea. So 
mm-hmm. I'm not too concerned about it, but you know, the, there is a moment of pause that you have to give it and just think about it real quick, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, do we have any other comments about Liga, La Liga? Mm, no, nah, not at the moment, man. I think, uh, I mean, like like I said, I'm not saying it's done and dusted, but it's damn near there, and we'll see. We'll see what what happens next week. Yeah, and um, let's see what else happened this week. Oh, uh, just to kind of uh, keep uh, slobbering over Madrid, uh, we're at 17 clean sheets. That's pretty impressive. 17, yeah. 17 clean sheets. Uh, Courtois and the defense, you know, they're 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 doing work. They're stifling other uh, offenses. The record is twenty four. Mm-hmm. Oblak, yeah, Oblak with Athletic Atletico, which isn't all that surprising, really. Oh, uh, the guy's a stud. Yeah, he's a wall. Um, and uh, another record from another legendary keeper is uh, Gianluigi Buffon. Oh, okay, yeah, six hundred forty eight caps, man. <sighs> Wow, I mean, it's amazing. He uh, beats uh, Maldini. Maldini, that's what it was, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And, uh, I mean, just a testament to uh, what a professional he is, going through relegation with his club, coming back I, up. I don't think anybody hates Buffon. No, no, I'd, I'd say he's up there with the most liked players. Uh, uh, I'll slide anybody if they don't like Buffon. Yeah, and, I, and I'll probably... Uh, <laughs> Maybe take a chomp out of them like Luis Suarez. I don't know, but yeah, a no. Vardy, a Vardy, a quick Vardy. Yeah, um, no, man, he's he's class. I feel like he's, you know, for some reason, I feel like a lot of Italian players, at least to me, like Pirlo, I find it hard to hate on the guy. He's yeah. just class, you know. But yeah, uh, shout out Gianluigi Buffon. I think you know he's been playing since I was in diapers. I could say. I mean, I'd have to look up the dates, but yeah, uh, respect, man. Yeah, um, you know. Not much, not much more you can say about Buffon, World Cup champ. I don't think he's won the Champions League. He has, and that's that's the only one he's missing. And maybe, hopefully, Ronaldo's determined enough to try to take him to the promised land, yeah. to the competition that we could say it's his competition. Really, I mean, who's, who's won it more than him in, in recent memory? I mean, besides his teammates at Real Madrid. I mean, guy's class, and then um, we'll see, man. I, I like I said, for me, I feel City's gonna have a strong chance to get to the final, but. You yeah, know, we'll, we'll go there when we get there. And speaking of Ronaldo, he's kind of also... This is one of those ESPN stats where mm. <laughs> where you, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, I, that doesn't really mean anything, but... Right. 25 goals across three three uh, three leagues. Yeah. England, Spain, and now Italy. Does that mean anything to you? He's yeah. got 30 goals in, in, uh, in all competitions, at least, in 10 of the last 11 seasons. Right. I mean, it's impressive, no doubt. It just speaks to his game. I think his style of game is is adaptable to most leagues. When you when you can uh, get into the attacking positions um, and score with both feet, with your head, you know the the goal he had against uh, AC Milan the other day. It was just down to experience. Not every striker is gonna make that run, knowing that that two center backs are gonna converge and free up that space, and then the finish where he hits the ball into the ground and beats Donnarumma, who's one of the best keepers in the league just speaks to, to the class he has and um and this is where where people get into the messi ronaldo debate we can't say for certain that messi can do the same with his play style i think his play style is slightly less adaptable to most leagues the way that ronaldo's is universal you know yeah and he's and he's actively changed his game over the years right right you know from a from a dribbler skiller to a target man uh-huh yeah yeah um that ac milan goal though i i <laughs> As as good as his uh, placement and control of the ball was, 
I want to say was more down to the defense. The defense. If you if you mute it and kind of fast forward it a little bit and put like totally, yeah. I see where you're going. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, he's he's doing work, man. Yeah. You can't deny his greatness at 35, still scoring goals, still important. You know, we have the we have the football version of LeBron James. Definitely, yeah. You know, Terminator. That's that's what I tell my friends. Uh, well, I used to get into a debate with my friends where I, I could liken, I could still liken Messi to LeBron in the way that he's creative and likes to pass the ball. But when it comes to just straight physicality and and the ability to take advantage of that physicality, LeBron reminds me a lot of Ronaldo. Whereas, uh, you know, on the other hand, you know, Ronaldo also reminds me of Kobe in the way that he's just an out and out scorer. He doesn't Winner. care. He doesn't give a fuck about assists or you know whatever it may be. He's he's just trying to win at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah, I would always you know I could go oh, on man, about that for good, days. Man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we should make a documentary. A little mini doc, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll rile up the the fans who because you know Ronaldo and Messi probably have the most fanboys, the most adamant fanboys out of anybody. Rightfully yeah, so. I don't want to speak goats. negatively about any because I'm not going to get doxxed, man. <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, of course, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on from Italy, which to be f- to be quite honest, mm-hmm. I don't pay a hundred percent attention to like I do the Prem or or uh, even uh, Spain. But uh, anything else newsworthy? Uh, oh, not not really from from Italy per se. But I do want to say this: Ronaldo's had an amazing season. Twenty six goals in the league. I just want to give a special shout out to Ciro Immobile from Lazio. Has three more goals than him. Granted, three more games played, but I mean that's pretty impressive still. You know, anytime yeah, you're above that's Ronaldo, a goal of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. also, uh, well, Lukaku is six goals behind Ronaldo, so I, I wouldn't even throw him up there. But yeah, Ciro Immobile. Um, when when Italy's back and running, I'm gonna be definitely keeping an eye on that guy. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep because that league looks like it's getting better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Napoli is uh, is playing well. Lazio, uh, Milan is creeping back up into importance. Yeah. Oh, what, by the way, Slatan may have played his last game according to reports. Um, what what do you think about that? Just to quickly touch on him, who's a legend for sure. Yeah, the guy's gonna gonna have statues erected and. And destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, huh? I mean, we talked about it earlier. It's understandable for Malmo fans, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, Slatan playing his last game. I don't like it. You figure that he's going to play for another 10 years. Lions yeah. play longer than humans, right? Right, yeah. And we're just sheeple here, just watching, <laughs> right? Following them. But uh, yeah, man, uh, sad to see, but one of the most decorated careers. Uh, I mean, think about it, bro. He's been at both Milan clubs, Barcelona, PSG. Uh, the United, guy can do it all. Yeah. United as well. And he smashed it at United. I, I'm the first one to admit uh, there hasn't been a striker that has scared me as much as him uh, when we face him in recent memory. He just has a presence. Yeah. He, he commands respect. Uh, I think if he does retire, he's going to take a year off and then come. he'll have that itch. He just doesn't look like he's physically he's he's probably up there with Ronaldo obviously he's not as quick or as well he's strong definitely for sure and he's tall you know that that's yes. helps in and some respects not yeah. as durable but but the guy takes care of himself and he's he's an animal he's a lion yeah and I, I would say if he retires he'll come back probably not to a, a big club but China maybe no or maybe, MLS. maybe a, a club with history mm. a club with history that's kind of down on their luck maybe like Milan. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, 
I don't believe that he's played his last game. Uh, yeah. I hope not. I hope you're right, man. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the Premier League. Um, I prefer not to speak. <laughs> Let's start there, man. Mourinho. And actually, I want to give a special shout out to my boy Cap Zuvier, uh, my boy Rene, uh, who he says that Spurs have been underwhelming for the amount of money they spent. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, totally. Yeah. They have too much money to to not be as good as they should be. That's a, that's a weird thing to say, but yeah, there there's plenty of money in there. But where's we had promise from making to the Champions League final. Granted, you didn't win, but still means something to get there. Right. And um, from all the sales uh, that they've made, Kyle Walker, Gareth Bale, where where's the talent to match that? It's hard to say. I mean, I don't want to shit on Spurs here, but they've been underwhelming. I will say this, and we we touched on it earlier outside of the podcast. They have been consistently getting that sixth through fourth spot, um, which does deserve some praise because, you know, you still get your sponsorship money. You still make Europe, you know. But, you know, you got to do better than that. Uh, When when you're a club with Mourinho, none other than Mourinho, and you have Harry Kane, probably the best striker England has at the moment, uh, shout out Danny Ings, by the way, who is yeah. playing really well for Southampton. Um, but yeah, man, uh, honestly, if I'm the Levies who own uh, Tottenham, I'm definitely having a hard look in the mirror and, and pondering that Pochettino thing. Because, I mean, if Pochettino would have got the, 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 the spending power that Mourinho has had, he could have maybe taken him farther right now, you know? Yeah. Uh, letting go of Ericsson maybe wasn't the best move. Maybe they should have paid him whatever he wanted. Yeah, if that's what it came down to, you never I mean, know. It could have been him. Yeah, it could. I mean, yeah. maybe it just got stale for him there. I mean, the guy's been a serial, you know. I mean, like just like I said, like just good enough, but not great enough to be memorable at least, you know. Yeah. And uh, Tottenham are ninth place right now, uh, one point behind their rivals Arsenal. Um, but you know what's funny? They have a better goal differential than Sheffield, who I, w- I actually want to give a big shout out to Chris Wilder, their manager, who's up for manager of the season possibly. Um, yeah, man, Tottenham's got to do better. Uh, Burnley's tied, I think, uh, tied on points with them, only behind on goal differential. Right. But yeah. It's disappointing. I, I don't think uh, Harry Kane is the guy. I'll probably say that every podcast, but... Yeah. If you have Harry Kane, who's a target man, you put someone that gives him the ball. Son, I don't, I don't know. He's here. He's hot and cold, you know. You yeah. some days he, he's so Naldo. Some days he's just <laughs> I don't know. He gets sunned. Yeah. So there's no service for the forward. Yeah. Do, do you think Mourinho makes it past this uh, off season, or do you think they start looking at new managers, or where they give him the benefit of the doubt? He probably makes it halfway through next season if they don't show like a huge improvement. Right. Uh, maybe he gets the levies to pull out the. Uh, the quote unquote war chest. The war chest, yeah. The uh, uh, the the American dollars, you know. Yeah. Hopefully they could spend that. Yeah. yeah, and they'll need to, because they're not getting any younger either. I don't know if they have like that one player that's gonna that we're just waiting to that hits their breakthrough and becomes world class. Right. Or do they? I, no, I no. I, no. No one comes to mind. At all, all the is getting older Dele Ali, who should have been maybe the, that world beater has yeah he's has, been promising that for three years now yeah 
All he can do is that weird little okay sign over his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. No, I mean, it's important, and I guess this is a good moment to switch gears. A player that I think is that spark to, to elevate that level is none other than... Are we talking about... Mason Greenwood. He scores when he wants, and it hurts to say... But I have to give him daps, bro. Um, that, now, that guy looks like a transcendent player that can take a team to the next level. I mean, talk about finishing with both feet. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a club you support. I'm sure you could say more things about him than me. But, man, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an example of a player that can take you to the next level. Yeah, yeah. They, Tottenham definitely needs somebody like that. Uh, the way he's composed, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't rush with his decisions. He's very accurate with his long shot. I mean, he's got a cannon on both both legs, which is kind of an underrated skill to have. For sure, you figure that there's that there's uh, professionals out there that that can dribble and shoot with both legs, but it's not that common. You know? uh, yeah, even uh, even someone that's known for with being able to generate power in both legs, Ronaldo, he's not that mm. accurate all the time. Yeah, um, so it, it's a, definitely a great asset to have. You can switch wings and confuse defenders like that. Um, I'm impressed, man. Yeah, I'm so impressed by by Greenwood. He kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, they've they've been talking about him for a couple of years now, and he's shown yeah. potential. Right. But he's at I want to say nine goals for the season. Yeah. Sixteen in all comps. Sixteen in all comps. Um, so yeah, the guy's class, bro. And he's only eighteen. Eighteen years old, man. Fuck, man, that's nice. Uh, I uh, don't know if if United has had a has had a, a prospect like that since the 90s no truthfully i mean i mean rashford has been a prospect of theirs but oh yeah he, I forgot about he's him. already <laughs> no no you're good because i was gonna make the case that he's already scored more goals than rashford did at this age so oh for sure yeah so i mean he's he's i think even a step above rashford because he Ra- doesn't have the speed that rashford has right but he doesn't need it well, not, not with those yeah not with that shooting bro it's not necessary yeah it, yeah not just the shooting but he's He's got the composure. He he's confident in in his playmaking and uh, and his timing for uh, runs and stuff. Yeah, uh, I love his his uh, link up with Martial. Oh yeah, and him and, they they just kind of understand each other and it's kind of good to watch. I wish Martial was <laughs> he got sent he got a sub today and he was pretty pissed off about it. I think he wanted his goal, but he set up uh, Greenwood's goal today and it was it was nice against um, uh, Aston Villa. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for any Premier League fan, you're kind of happy to see a player like Greenwood play, despite even if it's my rival. It's kind of like when Ronaldo came up in that United system under Fergie. It's a when a player gets world recognition and daps. I mean, it feels good for the league. I'd say. Um, yeah, and it makes England better, which sure. kind of generates another conversation because England is kind of going through a, another golden generation with with their youth right right yeah phil foden yeah who's so impressive i i enjoy watching him play he's trying to dribble and get through small spaces Mm -hmm. he's a bit of a he he only uses his right leg to take steps but yeah good lord man he's so good he's a slippery slippery little bugger yeah and you know it's funny that both of these guys are from manchester i mean born and bred in manchester uh Mason Greenwood's from Bradford, which is literally like right where the Etihad Stadium is. is a small town in Manchester, and and uh, Phil Foden's from Stockport. They call him the Stockport Iniesta because of his style of play. You know, just very, 
very uh, tight on the ball, very neat. You sometimes you watch him play and you're like, oh, this cat's 20 years old. He looks like he's 26, you know, with with the maturity he has, which is similar to Mason Greenwood as well. You know the the poise he has behind the ball, and um, yeah, man, I think it's good for Manchester. It's good for English football. And uh, and by the way, these two guys are mates. Uh, they grew up playing together, not only locally as as uh, as Mancunians, but on the three Lions uh, under 21 squads, to under 23. Uh, the sky's the limit for these guys. Uh, you know, obviously two different positions, two different play styles, but ultimately uh, it, it'd be fabulous to see them play for the national team one day. Yeah, which they will. For sure. They keep going on the trajectory. Yeah. I do wish that Phil Foden finished better. Right, His right. finishing is, is a bit raw. The game against uh, Newcastle from City, they could have been... He could have got a hat trick easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's things that you learn as you go. I mean, yeah. He's a center attacking mid, so I mean, he's not he's not going to be the best finisher. But so, if he's if that's something that he improves on, sheesh. I mean, maybe not De Bruyne, but damn near at that level, you know. De Bruyne's another guy like Greenwood who can shoot the ball with both feet very well. So that's what makes Greenwood so impressive. And uh, we'll see, man. Going forward, it's going to be a. I mean, when you partner, you throw in James Madison from Leicester. Uh, Jack Grealish possibly that that English squad looks really uh, Trent Arnold who's just getting better uh, dude yeah I was actually he has the most passes made in the Premier League as it stands only behind I think Rodri from City is behind him and he has the second most assists behind Kevin De Bruyne who I mean has 18 assists the guy's class I mean when you're playing from a left back and getting that many assists I think it's you know I mean it also helps having Sané Salah and uh, Firmino for sure yeah (laughs) yeah but that's not taking credit away from him, of course. Of course not, not. Uh, anything else that we need to talk about about uh, about the youth? I, mean, I think I think when you compare them to like France's youth, for example, who we can still kind of consider uh, Mbappe in there. Yeah, I know, which is crazy to think. Portugal, right? Portugal. I I was thinking the other day about how Joao Felix, mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva. Uh, Bruno. Bruno Fernandes, yeah. you know, still giving all three giving nice little passes to uh, to Ronaldo, who's the elder statesman. I hope he still yeah, doing it. I hope he stays for a lot more years, man. Because he will, uh, man. He, He's he, too proud. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Also, I'll throw in uh, Rafael Leao. See, si, si. nah, man. I think uh, he's iconic, bro. He should stay. And I think with uh, it would be smart of him to stay because right now there's a golden generation brewing over there in uh, Portugal. Uh, and we can't I forget about Lord Eder. Oh, Eder. Sheesh. <laughs> what a goal in, in the Euros that was. Huh? I mean, of course, Ronaldo's always going to get the plaudits, but that was very necessary for him to move forward. Um, that was such a turnaround fuck it shot. Yeah. If I ever saw one. Oh, for sure. But that, that's what makes the game so beautiful sometimes. It's the guy you least expect, you know. But um, Who else has got a good youth? Uh, uh, Netherlands have Netherlands, have good... yeah. They missed out on my boy Serginho Des, but hey, you know, they still do got a very nice youth setup. If you, you could even throw Frankie De Jong in there. He's still under, I think, under 23 possibly. Uh, Matisse De, De Ligt from Juventus at, at the center back. Uh, yeah. Oh, they have uh, this guy who's set to get the promotion next season onto City's team uh, to kind of replace Sané. Uh, Jaden Braff, who's, you know, probably the most explosive winger they have coming up in the youth ranks. That's a remember, hashtag remember the name because he might, he might make some shockwaves next season. Mark my words. What day is it? Let's see. <laughs> Sheesh. It's July, July 9th. July 9th, 2020. Henry Two Live said that today. We'll see, man. Hopefully I'm right. Yeah, uh, who else is who else is 
developing really good talent right now. Um, well, if we're talking about Europe, you, I think we named most of them. I mean, uh, U.S. has got hey, bro, they're, yeah, they're developing pretty good. Yeah. I, I like what I see from. I mean, Pulisic is is on a tear. Right. We we skipped over him. I mean, we're still on the. You know, we're still kind of talking prem, but yeah, man, that guy, uh, he has the most goals he scored in a season, in his third season, and there's a trajectory he's reaching each season, even no matter what the game's played, uh, he's just scoring more and more goals, so, I mean, it's part of the game, you know, he's learning. Frank Lampard was really slow on letting him get out there on the pitch. I'm always going to kind of hold that against him, but I'm glad he's come to his senses now. I might use your your dad's excuse and be like, ah, they didn't want to give him the playing time because he's American. Uh, he's not English. You know, they wanted to give it to Mason Mount first and Tammy Abram and all these guys. But yeah, man, Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna right now, 17 years old at Dortmund, uh, playing really well. Serginho Dest. Um, and we got a bunch of cats in, in the in the youth setups in, in Schalke, Ajax, PSV, uh, Weston McKennie playing really well, rumored to go to Liverpool right now. Um, yeah, man, it's a lot. It's a lot of um, bright prospects right now in the U.S. So I'm looking forward to that. I will say that Pulisic uh, to me is a Landon Donovan 2.0. Yeah, and I and I will tell you, I think he can be better. Just because no, I mean, like he's just the upgraded version. Oh of, yeah, of for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's just taking it to the next level. That that goal that he had against. Um, the last goal he scored? The last goal, yeah. The left footed shot. Against uh, Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Palace, that was. Yeah. That's his weak foot, by the way. So, I mean, he, he, he kind of faked like he was going right, took it back to his left. Uh, you know, it just speaks to his maturity and his, you know, his ability to be clinical now, which was one of his biggest um, problems in the past. So, yeah, man. Uh, it's nice to see. We'll see what, what happens going forward. I mean, it's, since we're talking about youth. And wingers and Concacaf, Chucky Lozano, game winner. Um, yeah, that's pretty nice to see too. You know, you they finally figured out his position, right? And uh, you just hear Gattuso, who who's kind of critical of him, but but you just didn't know what he was, what was going on with Lozano. Was he being lazy? Were they not getting along? And then you you hear uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a a long ball, which another kind of defensive error, but. You just hear um, Gattuso in the background. Chucky! Chucky. Yeah, it's funny, man. He's a passionate coach. I'll give him that. You know? He's never been one to, to let down. Sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe not. Uh, guy's a class, man. And um, yeah, I mean, hopefully he's able to maintain that spot there because going forward, I mean, I, it's only good for, for our side of the world and, you know, it elevates our game. I hope more Mexican players are able to make that leap uh, across the pond because... The problem is that they do. They just don't stay there. They, right. they get... They get upset that they're not getting playing time or first team playing time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the wrong side of the world. They're not getting their mom's mole, so <laughs> so they're just they just pout and they come back home. Yeah, yeah. And no. they, they settle to play for Cruz Azul, who hasn't won a championship in thirty years. They're the Mexican uh, Liverpool. <laughs> why do you got to be hard on the Cementeros, bro? Nah, but you're right. Um, because they're rent boys. <laughs> they're rent boys. Every last one of them. Nah, but uh, yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. Is there any other youth teams we might be missing? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot Brazil's of... Brazil's always developing talent. Oh, for sure. I mean... More so than Argentina. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but... See, Argentina is kind of strange because what they do is they have some pretty good players in their domestic league and they send them out to like... Mexico. Yeah, some go to Mexico. Some go to like lower teams in, in Italy. Like, you know, Sassuolo. You know, for, it's just like a team like that, for example. Argentina. They ball out. 
then they make it on the big scene i mean out of nowhere kind of yeah dude overnight and um i mean obviously argentina has you know they're notorious for producing great attacking players so i'm sure there's going to be a few in the following years i mean they they never yeah there, there's a high supply of of argentinian talent and maybe we've touched on this before but they they do get a lot more slack than than a lot of other nationalities. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Maradona, Messi, you kind of you're kind of hopeful that one of them turns out to be a good one day, you know, of the youth setup. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um uh what else on the prem? I was I was uh was it you that showed me that that uh, De Bruyne had no assists? Yeah, he didn't have an assist in the last game. But he did. Did he? Oh, they did. Did they credit him? No. Well, I, I saw the stat like you did. Um, that uh, they scored five goals, but no no assist from De Bruyne. But he assisted Mares. Oh, really? His, on his goal. Yeah. Oh, so then I wonder if they credited. I have to track back and yeah. check that. But it's it's weird. But I, I saw the same thing. Yeah. Um, There's three games left though for them, right? In the Prem. Where am I? Yeah, three. Uh, I, yeah, three. I think he smashes the record, bro. I mean, hopefully, I, I really want to see him do it because he's only breaking his own record at this point. You know. Let's talk about penalties or VAR in general Still, again. Well, yeah, it's, it's become popular. Yeah, and it, it, we can't mention that without mentioning United after today, huh? Yeah. Yep. Uh, beneficiary beneficiary of a soft call. Yeah. When you're applying the letter of the law, this is. People hate that because yeah. when you're working or something and you have a no cell phone policy and someone catches you looking at the time, you know, <laughs> you kind of, you hate someone's like, oh, well, that's the rules. You know, I got to write you up, you know, it's <laughs> shit like that. That's what, that's what, uh, when you get a light touch on VAR. Yeah. It, technically, yes, it's a foul, but don't call it, man. Yeah. Don't fucking call it. I mean, he, he did a really nice spin move and happened to kind of collide into a player. Sold it's, it. Uh, he sold it well. He sold it. But really, he, he kind of fouled the defender there. But, you yeah. know, it's little things that... That's like the equivalent of NBA when they jump into the into the defender and get the foul call. Oh, you mean LeBron? Jeez. He's made oh, a... He's made a link. Oh, Chris Paul, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's shit. We can go on forever. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Not to single out LeBron. Or, LeBron's you know. a Laker, man. We don't talk about him. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. But, no. Yeah, totally, man. I mean... What is it? Thirteen penalties for United on the season. I think. I think it's more than that. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I, all I know is they broke the record this year for most goals scored off of a penalty in a single season. City aren't too far behind. They have ten. Um, see, my issue with it, maybe not an issue, but you know. Well, they equaled the record for thirteen. Oh, okay, so yeah, it was thirteen. Uh, Bruno and and Paul Pogba reaped the fen- the benefits of that, and people try to justify how good they are based on the goals they score and be like oh Pogba scored so-and-so goals but it's been off penalties and some of them have been questionable but you know sometimes you earn them Pogba Pogba yeah nah is that 100 mil starting to justify itself or should we give it a little more time I think one it was overinflated two you're you're paying for marketing right yeah he's one of the most marketable players out there three and lastly, unfortunately, you're paying for his his talent and his skills. With Pogba, his position, and as flashy as he has, because he has a highlight reel, right, right, and he can he can uh, pull the dribble out of nowhere. As a, is he a six? He's a he's like 
he's like a new age kind of six yeah. ten player. Yeah, I always he's run box to box. Exactly. I was gonna, sorry to cut you off. I was gonna compare him. He almost reminds me of Yaya Toure when he was having that blistering run with mm, City. Yeah, he's mm. kind of like he he is a, he is a six, but he can also be an eight. You know. So, but yeah, go on. They, yeah, he he has a huge skill set. He can hit a pass from a hundred yards. Yeah, his passing is great for um, sure. But he's uh, he's moody. He's he's just prone to mood swings, and his game reflects that. Right. But ever since Fernandez came, him, Matic, and uh, and um, Fernandez are lighting it up. Yeah. They, they found like this like link between three players that's dominating that midfield. I I love what I see. Oh well, it's scary from a opposition standpoint. Surely, uh, I think Bruno has been the difference by far. You know, oh, of course. Yeah, and I have an argument of saying that Bruno, even though he's only played half the year, he's a Manchester United Player of the Year. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. I mean, I can't I can't think of anybody else on that team that has impacted them the way that he has. Um, like you mentioned earlier, his ability to shoot the ball. Even when it's unexpected, that's that's in the keeper's head for the duration of the game. And yeah, he's not afraid to launch it. Yeah, and, and they're usually pretty close to hitting, if not, you know, on target almost all the time. Similar to Greenwood, but yeah, man, that's that's nice. I think that's what they needed, and um, sheesh, man, uh, it's kind of scary for me. I hope, you know, because this season, uh, he scored on us uh, on City this season, and yeah. he's probably going to continue to do that, uh, which I hate, but hey, man, I mean, when I was watching him at Sporting, I knew the guy was destined for greatness, so... Another sporting player going to, to United. United. Sheesh, that's like so a, your feeder club. Uh, oh, uh. Nah, nah, don't give me that, bro. Yeah, that'll be funny, though, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, we kind of veered off a little bit. Uh, so United is the beneficiary of a, of a VAR call. Right. One thing that I did notice in the in the uh, um, uh, Barcelona-Espanol game was that, that um, the foul from Fati was reviewed by VAR. Right. And obviously Barcelona throws, you know, a fucking temper tantrum, as they do. <laughs> um, and then you have, I, I don't even know his name. I, I apologize, but he's relegated, so I don't give a shit. From Espanol, <laughs> he, he raises his leg a little bit, shows his studs on, on Pique, clearly gets him. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a foul. It's not the same severity as... As, 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 uh, as Of course not. Yeah. And Pika had his leg planted, and you know Pika has a has a tendency to embellish, for sure. Yeah. But the ref gives him a red card, mm-hmm. and to me, in my mind, that's the ref making up for the for the yeah. Fati red. And I think in in a way it was his way of controlling the game so it doesn't spin out of control. Right. Play, because it was already starting to get like a physical game towards the end of the first half. For sure, yeah. And the second sloppy. half was, was definitely a lot rougher. It's a rivalry, you know. These yeah. guys are heated. You they know? hate each other. Yeah. Um, but I think that was his way of kind of calming it down. So in that sense, is VAR being used a little bit in the incorrect way? I think it's it's a powerful tool to kind of skew games. I'm sorry to sound so negative on it, but that's how I feel. You know me, I'm, I'm kind of anti-VAR. Uh, like I said, not to say there wasn't mistakes happening before, but yeah, I mean, you could use visual images to make a case for either side sometimes, you know, right? And um, I mean, if we're, if we're going by that, we're going to review every single little yeah. touch, 
I mean, shit. I, we're, and we're going to turn into a stop-and-go league like the NBA. Yeah, which is problematic, which I like what the NBA has do- done is like, oh, every last two minutes of each quarter, or if not the fourth quarter, we'll review calls live in front of the fans, which they should do, by the way, in all soccer, every match. They should have a... In my opinion, a live image with the referee looking at the call, pointing to what's happening, and you know all that. It hasn't happened yet. I don't feel comfortable with the fact that there's a guy that's mysterious, anonymous, sitting behind a, a chair making that final sitting decision. Sitting there with his United shirt, just uh, uh, yeah, or his, or his uh, <laughs> he, he did touch his leg right there, <laughs> or, or his liver, liver pulling shirt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sheesh. but yeah, man. I mean, yeah, dude. I, I think there's there's something there's something there, and I hope. You know, I think transparency is big in anything, whether it's the justice system, in this case, the justice system within sports. Yeah, I've bro. I've never liked the fact that they don't show replays live. Yeah, dude, that's problematic in, in so many ways. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of the biggest proponents on that, bro. I'm like, they, they got to do better. I like the idea of uh, coaches issuing challenges. That'd be pretty cool. Like uh, in uh, NFL? NFL, yeah. But for sure, there'd have Even to be NBA a limit. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The, yeah, you can't, you can't have, like, 10 challenges a game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it would do that where you're, where you're talking about where there'd be too many pauses. But I feel like this was a test run this year for VAR. I hope this summer they can congregate since they're so good at focusing on what money clubs spend and stuff like that. Maybe they can focus <laughs> on what what's the best way to make calls this year because uh, a lot of people are upset. That was a very anti-capitalist of you. Ah, uh, sheesh. I'm an anarchist, bro. <laughs> and, uh, but, nah, yeah, dude, that, that's how I feel. Um um, I do know that FIFA, uh, I don't know, issued a statement or, or oh yeah, yeah, or something that where every league is going to be uh, review every VAR review is going to be reviewed the same exact way, and FIFA is going to be overlooking all of them, which right. is a good way. Every league kind of it's kind of like the U.S. where every state kind of does their own little thing with a little right. bit of uh, oversight from from, from the, the federal. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, takes away from the purity of the sport, but you know it's 2020. We can't be doing things the same way that we did in 1950. Yeah, things are supposed to change. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to sound like a conservative per se, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's also, you know, ways to refine things. But yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Baby are we steps, man? Yeah. Are we missing anything else in the prem? I don't know. I feel like I feel like we are. Um, uh, Manchester City, Manchester United. I think they are the teams of the week. We're kind of over Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect, massive season, yeah. but I mean, shit, dude. I mean, are they going to pass hundred points? Mm, probably, they probably are. They probably are just out of spite. Four games, four games left, including. Wait, did they win today? Yeah, they won today. Three okay, games so three left. games left. Yeah, yeah. They're at ninety, uh, ninety-five points. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, they're gonna, they're probably gonna get it, bro. Just out of spite to 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 beat City's record. City was had their record at a hundo. Um, they won't reach City's record of a hundo goals, though. I'll tell you that now. I mean, it's possible, but it won't happen. I don't think so. It's, yeah, they, they'd have to just smash it. Yeah, but, I mean, credit to where credit's due. Um, we're just over them because they've already established they're the they're the top dogs this year. And kudos, you know. But, yeah, everybody's focusing they, on. I mean, as good as they are, they should be competing for the treble. They should. But this just goes into another question, and I hate to devolve into it, but how hard is it to get the treble when you are in the, you know, the, the Premier League? Because it's so hard. I mean, this year, they're not going to be able to, obviously, because they're eliminated from champs. Double. Yeah. And Pep got the domestic treble. Sorry, the domestic quadruple. Because he got the community shield. If you want to add that, I mean, not every <laughs> not every club around the world is able to get four trophies uh, domestically like that. But yeah, I mean, it just it just speaks. But did he get the Club World Cup? 
They they did. I'll give I'll give them that. Even though uh, who did they play? Uh, so I don't know. It was a Mexican team. I'm just oh I think it was Monterrey. Really? Yeah yeah. This was like last year. Sheesh. I was I was really rooting for Monterrey, bro. I swear. I was like, come Monterrey. on, fuck these fools up. Nah, but it, it didn't happen, bro. But yeah, credit. You know. Um, hopefully next year they can do better across all competitions. Cause for me that speaks, you know, volumes. The last manager to do that was uh, Fergie. I mean, including the champs. Uh, an English team to get the treble. Oh, okay. Yeah, last I, team I was like, it. wait, hold on. That was Pep. No, yeah, no, Pep got it, but those are domestic trouble. And people always come at wait, me like... Wait, wait, wasn't it... Wasn't it Bayern? They got oh, the trouble? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was thinking about, like, English League, per se. Oh, okay, right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. Bayern, bro, Bayern winning trophies, that's like water being wet, you know, it's... It's always going to be there. Which uh, they won another one. Yeah, another one. DJ Khaled, another one. <laughs> Jeez, it's like uh, they played uh, Bayer Leverkusen, ap- absolutely smashed them. League's done. Um, they're going to get Leroy Sané. I'm shit, dude. I mean, might as well crown him for next year, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to sound so pessimistic, but might as well, there's, bro. There's, Dortmund is not going to get any better. They're going to probably lose out on a couple of their players. Hakimi's already leaving. For sure. Uh um, Sancho is, you know, the the bell of the ball, and uh, rumored to go to United. By the way, that's the that's the rumor. Yeah. yeah, home for him, right? Yeah, I mean, it is home, but it's a foreign <laughs> home because don't forget is that's a city product. It's but, like moving next. It's like moving across the street from your parents. Yeah, exactly. But no, yeah, that's there's that. Um, thing about Dorman though, they always have. They're like shark teeth, as yeah. I like to yeah, say. They, they always got a new product coming up. Gio Reyna. Uh, the, the big question is how how long is uh, Erling Haaland staying there? Um, the uh, I would like for him to show another season of high high goal scoring. Right. And then maybe. Uh, and then maybe we can arrange a swap deal from Jovic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I mean, it's possible. Just give him one more season. I agree, you know. And if it doesn't work, send Jovic, Jovic back to the country where he just tore it up. And then I think <laughs> Haaland would benefit. Wow, that, was, that was very right wing of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not sending their best people. Uh, uh, not to go there. I'm just joking, lads. But, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much to say about the Bundesliga that's done now. Um it was funny. I saw a picture of Lewandowski just kind of like sunbathing. He's like recharging for the Champions League because they still are in the Champions League. How much do you think that's going to benefit them to have that nice rest period? I don't know. They, they started play. before everybody, yeah. which they usually do. Right, right. But as far as sharpness goes, I don't know if it helps them. Bayern Munich, they're, they're, they've always got a puncher's chance, but I don't think they're, they're the team to, to win the Champions League this season. Right. Um, one, because I don't want them to get a fucking trouble. Mm. And two, I just don't think they have all the players necessary to, to win it. Well, let me take that back because they, the Champions League is in a, is in, um, a not, it's knockout stages now. It's, yep. it's not um, two games anymore. And let me tell you who they're playing. Uh, London's finest, Chelsea, who just acquired Timo Werner. Are they gonna? Is he gonna play though? I think he's eligible to play by by That's August. So weird. It's strange, but That's so weird, dude. Chelsea, I'm telling you, bro, they're scaring me, bro. I'm, I think they're yeah, gonna be Zayic, Zayic, Timo Werner, rumored to get Havertz if that goes Ooh, through. Havertz gets his little payback. Sheesh. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he goes, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be rooting for Chelsea. I actually I like all blue clubs in in England, but I, I'm rooting for them just because I just want to see. I just want to see Bayern lose. I, am I petty? I don't know. Maybe. No. Fuck Bayern. <laughs> fuck Bayern. 
but I don't like underdogs. <laughs> so, That's right. So yeah. for them to win, it's like, okay, good. You did what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's enough about Bayern, man. Yeah. We, we were talking about the Prem, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, kind of veered off. I think, I think we're done, though. Yeah, we, I think we brought up everything that, I mean, that was... Is anybody mathematically uh, relegated? I don't know for certain, but I was looking at Norwich today, who had a, f- a fabulous start to the season. They had, they're at 21 points now. I think six points behind of the next person. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're getting relegated, bro. I mean, like, you know, Norwich. Um, I'm thinking Burnley is another team that overperformed. Sheffield, obviously, uh, oh, yeah, might get Sheffield a European. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they might get a European spot. But, yeah, other than that, that's what the Prem's looking like. Um, I don't know, man. It, look, it looks like Villa is also going to get relegated, I, too. I think uh, Arsenal is showing a little bit of spark under Arteta. Yeah, definitely. They're playing a lot better. Um, They're kind of starting to. They deserve more. They deserve more against Leicester for sure. You know, officiating definitely kind of hampered them. Um, Fucking Barty. Big big draw today for Bournemouth though. I mean, they're third from the bottom, three points behind Watford. This was like if they could have won, it would have been amazing. But you know, a draw is pretty good for them uh, going forward. Um, Especially considering the team they're behind is Watford, who is kind of known for dropping points in late stages like that yeah uh I, their next game is against newcastle who after taking a walloping from city might have some hunger so yeah, yeah. man we'll see yeah uh, newcastle's they had a couple of sparks but just that's david versus goliath man yeah city just smashed them i mean they're, they're, they're gonna have a lot of funding apparently coming into this next season so i'm curious to see if that goes through uh, dude, I'd love. Well, it is it confirmed? I don't. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I've heard it's confirmed already. There's there's plenty of articles. You know, there, a lot of people have problems with. Um, well, I shouldn't say problems, but you know, there's been a lot of like uh, Saudi Arabian owners coming into uh, the Premier League buying teams, uh, most notably City. Um, but they're state sponsored, uh, by the way. So by that meaning, they're like people who hold positions in the government there. But it's a royal family, so people have problems with that. So there's going to be a, I'm telling you now, and, and I know this from experience because I've experienced it for the last eight years, 10, to, 10 years, there's going to be a lot of negative connotations thrown at them, but I'm a, I'm a feel for them and I hope they do well because for me, uh, as a City fan, when they were still in Europa League, it's dope to see your club grow, you know? Yeah. You kind of become part of the history with them as they grow, so I hope they do good, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of the league and Europa League, uh, the, the Premier League, uh, Wolves have... They bottled it. Dude, bottlers. Serial bottlers. Bottlers, sorry. They were there on the cusp of getting a Champions League spot. Now they're f- trying to fight for a for a, 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 a Europa League spot. And it looks like their only chance, if they stay where they're at, which is um, sixth place, if they stay where they're at, their only chance is if United wins right. the, the, uh, the Europa League. That's the only chance <laughs> they have for Europe, it looks like. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Are they our bottlers of the week? Because they lost last minute against uh, who was it? Let me see. They it, lost it, against. It was a team they shouldn't have lost. Sheffield. Like Sheffield. Oh well. See, that's competitive. A, that's that's a competitive. The last minute, and you have the the attack that they've had all season. I'm not buying it. It's crazy because Sheffield's one point behind them at the moment. Uh, they better get their act together because they're about to slip into non-Europe territory very soon, especially if Arsenal win their next few games or the last games, I should say. And they're losing their players for sure. 
Yeah, probably Traore is rumored to go to City. Although I don't know how realistic that is, but where's he gonna fit? It's mm, a bad prob- question. In that qu- in that in that instance, he'd have to take Sane's position. Surely, uh, maybe throw Raheem back on the left, bring Traore on the right. Funny thing about Traore, not a lot of people know he he's like a right wing back, and then that goes into the whole thing we were talking about formations and how wing backs have become an important element of the game nowadays. You know Guardiola, and this guy is a Masia product, by the way has already practiced that kind of uh, Barcelona upbringing where they do the rondos, tiki-taka, all that. Total soccer, total football. Total football. Uh, attractive football, as I like to talk, call it, like uh, Guardiola. But, yeah, man, I mean, that's something to look at. I, I don't know how much truth there is in that. But, yeah, man, I mean, Wolves should have done better. But at the moment, yeah. they're still six. So, if you if I would have told you, hey, bro, uh, Wolves are six this year, by the way, you would have been Fighting like... Fighting for, yeah. for Europa spot. Yeah, you would have be been like, like yeah. ah... Yeah. Okay, so so they're still punching above their weight. For sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're above Arsenal, Tottenham, and Everton. That's Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so. Everton wouldn't surprise me. Nah, yeah, Everton they're are... They're serial mid-table. For sure, serial mid-table, and they're like Tottenham to me, but just worse. Yeah, they're Tottenham's little brother. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah, Premier League is still exciting. As always, um, the best league in the world for me. La Liga is still going on. Atletico's also kind of bottling it themselves. They, they should be better. They should. Uh, They're drawing too many games. Yeah. And uh, for the firepower that they have. I think they're missing a striker right now. They, they, need, they need somebody like. I don't think the move to Atletico was the right move for Joao Felix. Yeah, we talked about this uh, Atletico going forward can be stagnant at times. It's a defensive side who capitalizes off counterattacks a lot of the time. Um, we talked about it. You know, Joao Felix probably would have benefited for playing on a team like City, maybe Barca. You know, a team that has uh, just quick, you know, tiki-taka, uh, quick a, passing. A better a better sort of build-up. Yeah, for He's sure. He's not suited for a strictly, I wouldn't say strictly counterattacking. But a mostly counterattacking team, he needs to be able to have a little bit of freedom to dribble a little bit. Yeah, and he's got a he's got a very pretty style. Oh yeah, you know, he's I, nice. I mean, Kaká is the obvious comparison to him. Right. Not even just because he looks like him, he actually plays like him. He's got the size, the build, and and he speaks Portuguese. <laughs> Portuguese. Yeah, I mean, um, no, he's he's good, bro. I mean, I'm gonna give him one more season before I start slandering him because I saw what he did at Sport. I mean, sorry, at um, Benfica. Benfica. And, dude, I, I was convinced that he was, like, the next closest player to Messi in terms of ball control. But he's bottled it in, in Spain. I hope he can do better. Um, you know. Yeah. Again, it's not the right system for him. Yeah. But hopefully, uh, El, El Cholo finds a spot for him. He has or a sells whole, him. Yeah. He has a whole two weeks to think about it. So, I hope he has a quick noggin there. Mm-hmm. Sucks that he's not going to have a full off season. You, you know that they're not going to want to let him go. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Especially, they, they paid, a, they paid a, pretty, a pretty penny for him. I forget the, 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 the 120? figure. 120? Yeah. I mean, they were able to pay for it because... Atletico's so good about producing players and selling them. They just sold Rodri to my team. You know, Grease, they sold recently. So they have the money. I don't think they'll be hurt in that respect. But, yeah, right. we'll see, man. And uh, do you want to talk about, uh, <laughs> before we leave the Prem, again, <laughs> Vandervart? Oh, my God, bro. It's funny because I sent you that this morning. Uh, I see the comments waking up. I'm like, wait, am I reading this right? Like, what does Vandervart have against Maguire? He's he's talked shit about him numerous times. Already. And I didn't know that until this morning when you told me. I was like, 
fuck, bro? Like, did this guy, like, egg his house or something? But, yeah, dude, I mean, listen, Maguire, when I saw him at Leicester, uh, an automatic shoe into the English center-back partnership, comes to United, maybe struggling to find his place. It's a different system. Old Gunnar Solskjaer isn't really known as a defensive mastermind, really. He's a great man-manager. Hasn't really came come up with the schematics, but... For me, I'll give Maguire one more season to really establish himself. But Van der Vaart just dropped the whole doghouse on him, bro. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but uh, I don't know if you want to read the quote, see what he said exactly. But <laughs> no, I don't have the quote. Um, mm. I, I guess I can pull it up. Van der Vaart almost sounds kind of salty. Yeah, he did. Wasn't he like a long rumored uh, target for for United when he was playing? Yeah, definitely. And he never was able to break through. He said that he can go into a Sunday league game and come out with three players that do the same thing that Maguire does. Yeah. That's fucked up. Hella <laughs> fucked up, bro. Yeah. You're, we're talking about the Premier League. I, I know, obviously, he's, you know, he's kind of exaggerating a little bit. But it sounds like he really hates Maguire, maybe for the amount. Yeah, he was overpaid. Or um, United overpaid for, for Maguire from Leicester. But yeah. I, he's still a quality center back. I, I like Smalling better than what he did, but... Yeah. What are you going to do, man? You, <laughs> you shit on him like that. Yeah. I don't agree. I think it's hilarious, though. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the quote in front of me. Uh, so he says, Maguire, go ahead, go ahead. Maguire goes home every day and tells his wife, I screw up, but I earn so much. They really believe I'm good. <laughs> and that, that's what his quote is saying. He's like, uh, he's oh, laughing shit. at everyone. If he, is, if he is worth so much money, Virgil van Dijk is worth $300 million. Uh, if I play with hometers on a Sunday, I can easily find who can do what McGuire does. I mean that seriously, bro. Like that sounds hella personal. Man, all he did was get Meg by Stanislaus, man. Like chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I say I, I like McGuire. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't mind him. I, I I think he's. I like the way he runs forward and he's a unit. Pat, his yeah, he's he's his aerial game is is probably up there with a, the best. A. Yeah. Yeah, he's for got sure. an A plus, not A plus, but he's got an A grade for aerial game. Yeah, um, his passing out of the back isn't bad, and he's a defender. He he has a good he has a good step on him. So Vandervart's talking out of his ass. Surely, yeah, M- McGuire definitely like I don't know slept with his sister or something something like that he, he did something but he gigs them bro but <laughs> yeah dude I, I mean i don't know that was funny though when i when i read that this morning i was like she's i like that i, I mean it, it adds a spice to the game I, yeah, i'm three curious people sent it to me this morning oh and, yeah uh, uh i'm like okay vandervart tottenham superstar relax <laughs> i forget with about all that your trophies. Yeah. then he played at hamburg for a few seasons and didn't do much so there won the league more than more than uh, vandervart get the hurts. fuck out of here yeah. vandervart um, MLS. MLS, MLS, CONCACAF talk, anything? Um, sheesh, I mean, it's still slow. It's just starting up. Um, I think it's important to mention a lot of the designated players are kind of scared to play right now. Obviously, COVID in the States right now, for people who are not aware, it's kind of sparking up. Unfortunately, cases, you know, it's just booming in all the big metropolitan states. So I could understand why players are scared, but... Does that talk? Does that tell you anything about their character? For example, like the designated players, like Vela, not you wanting know, to play. You know, I'm gonna go after Vela. I know, yeah. Uh, that's why I, was, I wanted yeah. to bring it up. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest issues right now. Uh, um, you're the be- the designated player is supposedly like obviously the best, the best player yeah. on, on the team or the best players. 
you need those guys to win. Uh, typically, they're the captains, right? Yeah, for sure. And he had a great season for LAFC. Uh, he as much as I don't record. like him. Yeah. Um, he's the talisman for the team. If we're going to single out Vela, you, his history is lukewarm. He's he's always going to take the easy way out. If he doesn't have to, he's not going to. Right, right. Um, and that's that's speaking to the Mexican League and obviously now with the whole COVID situation. Um, no, I, I, I don't... I don't agree with that. You're going to be played to pay. And they're guaranteed salary, right? So, right. no, you, you got to play, dude. Yeah. You, know, you got to win. I don't understand the tournament as it is now, but for you, for for him to not not support his teammates like that, I, I think it's pretty, pretty fucked up. It I is. wouldn't want to play with him. I'd yeah. give him shit every training session whenever he comes back if he decides to. Yeah, I mean, when you're the best player, like you said, in the, in the team, you got to show up, bro. I mean... You're and it's one thing. It's one thing if if there's a lot of uncertainty and if they're not isolating. Right. Do we know the situation? Uh, from what I understand, they're following a similar protocol to what um, NBA NBA is doing. Uh, so that's why the first games were actually both Florida-based teams. Um, they're playing under the ESPN Worldwide Worldwide World of Sports, something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. It's, this is the first time we ever see this. Um, yeah, man, it's kind of strange. Uh, I could kind of understand from maybe a family standpoint, but I mean, at this point, dude, it, when you were the best player on the team, you got to show up. Um, yeah, because if they're somewhat isolated, then they're not very exposed, and I'm assuming that they're getting tests on on a weekly basis or possibly even like every daily. other day. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Often. Yeah, but I mean, not to shit on him too much. He's a great player. But yesterday we had the the Orlando uh, Inter Miami match. Uh, Orlando finishes finishes winning the game after you know I, we mentioned earlier the Andres Reyes elbow. I watched the whole game, and after that injury, it seemed like the Inter Miami players just checked out. Um, the first goal was actually scored by Inter Miami. Uh, Juan Agudelo, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he used to play for US, the U.S. national team. Was never able to fully break through, but he has a few goals for them. But at the end of the day, uh, the Portuguese uh, you know, player who we've come to know, who you've maybe come to love back in the past, uh, Nani. My favorite fuck-up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, in the 97th minute, wins it for them in stoppage time. Uh, big, big win for them. And then today, I mean, we had a... Alejandro Bedoya, U.S. international, uh, gets the big win over New York City FC, who's a team I kind of have a soft spot for because obviously they're owned by CFG City Football Group. And then uh, the New England Revolution beat the Montreal Impact today um, 1-0. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of strange, you know, uh, seeing the MLS come back in a cup tournament. But, you know, it is what it is. I'll take any football at this point. Yeah, yeah, the the U.S., U.S. and Mexico need to to uh, keep playing. Yeah, to just keep up for if, sure. if they want to compete at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they're they're already underhanded, so definitely need to just get anything going. I, I know the the Mexican league is going to start soon, or they're going to do something kind of similar to to U.S. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not really sure exactly what's going on over there. Uh, I know they're playing like kind of friendly matches. I don't know what they're doing. Right. Uh, yeah, we're. We're kind of at a point where, yeah, maybe things 
almost back to normal. Yeah, Europe's wrapping up. Uh, this side of the hemisphere is just kind of starting up. So, yeah, I mean, nonstop soccer for us. I mean, it's been kind of nice to see. It's hard to keep up, man. It is. It's a lot. Daily games. This is the first time I've ever seen this. I'm I mean, watching two games every time when I come home. Right. I know it's hard to keep up, and, you know, shout out to you for shooting me that sling deal. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's class, bro. I could get home, watch the game. A shameless plug in there, you know. We're not getting paid by sling at all. It's just... <laughs> You know, anybody who loves soccer, that's a pretty good medium to watch it on. But, yeah, man. Can't say much more on that. Yeah, I think I think we're good, man. Yeah. Anything else that you need to talk about? Got to get off your chest? Uh, you know, nothing big, but I, I think I mentioned it earlier. Danny Ings, uh, respect. He's up in, the, up in the scoring ranks at a weak team like Southampton. Somebody that I feel deserves more praise. And he's pro- I feel like Someone's he's going to go. Someone's going to get him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you took the thought right out of my brain. I think he's going to go to a big team next year. Uh, just real quick, is there a top six, top eight team that needs a striker at the moment? Top six, top eight, uh, Tottenham. Sheesh, <laughs> uh, Harry Kane is probably uh, is that a little pissed. No, no, you're right. I mean, Arsenal? Let's remember. No, uh, um, no, 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 Everton has Richarlison. Um, yeah, even, even Everton's better off than Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, I, I see him going to a big club. We'll see where. But, uh, yeah, man. Maybe as a reserve for now. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't have much else to say, but I don't know if you have it, your two cents. Uh, uh, no, no. I think we're good for the day. Yep. So uh, that this this has been Bottled Soccer Talk. Bottled Soccer Talk, yes, uh, you sir. You can catch Henry at, at Henry2Live on Twitter. Yes, sir. I'm still working on mine. I'm a dickhead. <laughs> uh, but uh, just enjoy these tunes from Adela Costa, and we'll catch you next time with some more football. Cheers, fellas.